Welcome. You are listening to Not Just a Rainbow with Catherine Cager. All right. Today, I am going to tell you my modest opinion on an interesting topic you probably will love, okay? Let's start. You may have come across terms like intersectionality and intersectional feminism in the news or from your local politicians. In the last few years, the terminology of intersectionality has become commonplace. It was first introduced to the world by legal scholar Kimberly Crenshaw more than three decades ago. Her concept was relatively unknown, yet she was able to make the point that the oppression of black women was being ignored by the law. But the phrase has become an attention-grabbing buzzword. It's like critical race theory and diversity, equity, and inclusion, these have been taken out of context and used as political buzz phrases. It's important to understand the concept of intersectionality, what it is, and why it's important. Intersectionality is a way of understanding how different types of discrimination, such as sexism, racism, and classism, can interact and influence people in many different ways. In 1989, Crenshaw wrote a paper about a lawsuit that five black women had taken out against General Motors. They claimed that GM's seniority-based layoffs had unfairly targeted them due to past racism. GM said no way and rejected their claims. Basically, the court said they wouldn't accept a claim that was only about being a black woman, as opposed to a claim about being black or a woman. The court didn't get it, Crenshaw said, and couldn't recognize how the women experienced discrimination based on both their race and gender, not understanding the effect of their two identities combined. She pointed out that if you don't take intersectionality into account, you won't be able to fully understand how black women are kept down. It's more than just racism and sexism, it's the combination of the two that creates an experience that's bigger than either one alone. The junction of race, gender, and other identities is what intersectionality strives to bring to the spotlight. Is intersectionality a phrase that's used in the law? Sure, maybe. Yeah, Crenshaw, a legal expert, coined the term to highlight how the courts weren't recognizing the combination of multiple identities in discrimination cases. Nowadays, the term has been broadened beyond its original meaning, demonstrating how society as a whole affects people in different ways depending on their combination of identities. There was a big pushback against Donald Trump and the way he treated women, mainly because of his comments about sexual assault. People spoke out against him and it all came together in the Women's March of 2017 when thousands of people gathered in D.C. to make their voices heard after he was sworn in as president. As part of that big movement, terms like intersectionality and intersectional feminism became really popular among liberal folks. People started saying, my feminism has to be intersectional or it's BS, which was from an essay by Flavia Zodin in 2011. It kinda became like a catchphrase and helped spread the term even more. Asail Angel Ajani, from the Women's and Gender Studies program at the City College of New York, used a person with a physical disability as an example. It's no secret that those with physical disabilities can struggle to find and keep jobs, evidenced by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics findings in 2020, where over half of them said they had trouble finishing tasks because of their impairment. On top of that, they may face additional roadblocks, like getting around or accessing transportation to get to work. Okay, so if someone is Hispanic and female, then the U.S. Government Accountability Office reports that Hispanic or Latina women will only make 58 cents for every dollar a white man earns in 2022. 
A Hispanic woman with a physical disability is going to have a different experience than, like, a black transgender woman or a white dude living in poverty. It's obvious that not everyone in the same community is going to have the same struggles. Angela Johnny used the Jewish activist community as an example of how intersectionality can come into play. Depending on how people practice Judaism, different sects could be dealing with different issues. Even within the same sect, a person's education and financial situation could impact their experience. Angela Johnny said that it's important to take an intersectional approach to understanding the issues different communities and individuals are facing. These different aspects of who we are, our race, wealth, gender, and so on, all have an effect on our lives. Recognizing how all these different elements of our identity can shape our experiences can really help us understand how certain systems can affect us in different ways. It's time to finish. Please, share not just a rainbow with your friends and ask them to subscribe for new episodes. All listeners are important to me, and I appreciate your interest and time. The next episode will cover a very hot topic, I swear. Good luck guys, and take care. Bye-bye.